the latest of our previews of New Music Dublin, this time on Culture File with Avenue Azure. Saskia Lankun and Peter Harden first met as students at the Royal Conservatoire in The Hague, where the teaching staff included Lewis Anderson and from where they emerged as Ensemble Clang, now a star new music group with a back catalogue of a what's what of exploratory contemporary music. But even working with that questing sextet left something unexplored and together Pete and Saskia formed Avenue Azure, a slow-burning voice guitar piano duo that wanders in a world they call almost songs, often drifting but never directionless music made to conjure the atmospheres of places they know and imagine together, as Saskia Lankhorn and Pete Harden explained to Culture File. A lot of the the music that we're that we're making and the, and the the images that we pass around between us relate to a duskiness. So that this moment of transition in, in in light between day and night, this sort of moment in the evening, where you're, where where the sun is sort of we're, we're here in the Hague on on the beach. Yeah, we're very close. <laughs> so we get a, a sunset over the uh, North Sea each evening, and you have this amazing set of colours and and light changes that happen every night. And and very often the this grey sky that we have blends into the greyness of the North Sea, but then every so often you get this wonderful orange glow of the sunshine somewhere around there as well. I think we met uh, at the conservatoire. We were both studying uh, at the, um, the Royal Conservatoire in The Hague. I was studying classical piano and um, I was always very interested in uh, working together with composers and with um, composition departments. And that's how we met, um, doing projects together, Pete looking for a pianist uh, to play some music, uh, other, other, other musicians looking for composers to write for them. So it was a very fruitful period in, um, in uh, the Royal Conservatory at that time. How, how was it to work uh, with, with Andresen? I, I would think that there's a sort of um, kind of political identity you need as much as uh, as a composer's identity in in those circumstances. Yeah, he was always really engaged with um, with people actually, and, and politics came into that, of course. Um, but he was also very engaged with the relationship between the the music and the listener. And that was fascinating, but it was also very technical. You know, one of my first lessons, I, I was young when I came out, um, I was in my early 20s, but one of my first lessons was uh, you know, nothing to do with the, the bigger message, let's say, of music, the sort of the why do you make music and what do you want to say with the music that you make, but just about the technicalities and just said, you know, I think you should go away and just, just come back with 20 interesting chords. <laughs> Did you find 20? Well, then the next week I came back with 20 and he would sort of run his finger down all of them and just go, well, that would be more interesting if you had changed that note for this note. And that one would... That, oh, that's an interesting chord. But that's, well, no, that's, that's, that's a weak chord. This is a strong chord. <laughs> but he was always interested in a, a sort of a, a, a recalcitrance as well. So he was always interested in the long notes. The long notes were the good notes. I think the, that period that Saskia was talking about in the, in the conservatory, which was a really vital and, and energetic uh, moment um, with, with uh, some fantastic composers teaching in the composition department, not only Louis, but also people like Richard Ayres and people like Clarence Barlow. So they brought composers from all over the world coming from very different traditions. And to make projects happen, to make music happen, you just had to want to 
around the cafeteria and ask players to come and play it. And uh, there was a lot of setting up uh, your own ensemble, setting up your own concerts, um, real sort of uh, proactive nature of uh, putting your music into a space and hearing it and then learning from that. And we came out of that tradition with Ensemble Clang with six performers um, that really loved playing with each other and um, shared a sort of passion for, for new music and, and a sort of third, fourth generation of what, what here you would call a Hague School kind of music that comes out of the Andreessen tradition with saxophones and electric guitar and, and percussion and, and amplification. But then adding a, a sort of, I'd say, a sort of finesse in, in sound mm -hmm. to that. People that want to, wanted to play new music but wanted to play it like, like Mozart. You said it once, I like that, because that's like what we really wanted to be doing, like playing it on the level as high as possible. And uh, that's what really linked us as musicians in the ensemble. What was it you felt that you couldn't do with them, that you wanted to have a, a duo on your own? Making music uh, inspired by um, landscapes or things that we both experienced and, and then not like having a written sheet of paper that we commissioned someone to write for us but that we can really make together and I was hearing sounds that I haven't heard yet on the papers that we, uh, on the music that we had played so far. So it's like, hey, there's this, there's this world that we haven't touched yet. It started when we were both um, seeking out something a little bit fresh and a little bit new. I can't remember exactly what we'd been busy with at that point. I think a lot of, pro probably projects where there were a lot of notes on the page. We were sort of uh, trying to chase after this, this, this uh, conceptual goal that somebody presents to you. I can't remember how we hit on all those songs, but when we hit on it, we said, but that's exactly what it is, and that's exactly what we're making. There's, it also opens up, the, because there's something warm and, and, and comforting about the idea of a song, there's also, it opens the door to be a little bit more experimental sometimes with what you're doing. River Corral is maybe the most constructed of all the pieces. I think it came about while we were playing with ways, new ways of making music in the room together. It's basically a double chorale. There's a, a set of chords in the piano and a set of chords in the guitar. And we, we, had, we chose our own chords. And they just phase across each other. And then, uh, I don't know how we hit on river. I think it was double chorale for a long time. And we said, well, there should be a body of water. Yeah, and also there is some sense of floating in that piece. And the, the other pieces are more, like, they're more worlds, or not static, it's not a good word, but like, they're more like, they stay there, but like the river chorale is something that's kind of, it really has some kind of, some kind of direction. It's the one track that doesn't have any electronics in it. We wanted to strip something, like a no singing either. No, just, just yeah. Just a few chords. Yeah. I wasn't noticing that the, actually there were no electronics. I thought they were, but I mean, it is, it, it does feel more like the organic food aisle. Cooking what the potatoes. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, it's very uh, clean living.
Saskia and Pete, a.k.a. Avenue Azure, there, and they'll be playing their Almost songs next Friday, 29th of April at the Kevin Barry Rooms in the National Concert Hall Dublin as part of New Music Dublin 2022.